July, as you know, was White History Month. White History Month. It was our third year of celebrating White History Month. And I want to thank you all from around the world because we literally heard from people around the world who was celebrating White History Month. Thank you. It was amazing. It was our third year. Thank you very much. And it was like life is. It grows every year. It gets better and better and better and better. It really does. You just have to stay with it. So thank you for your participation, your acknowledgement of white history. And, you know, July just feels white. Vacation time, summertime, the 4th of July, reflection time. The world just kind of slow down a little bit and reflect. So thank you all for White History Month. Amazing. Amazing. Saturday, I believe, was the 1st of August, right? And Saturday, I mean, and August is Men's History Month. Man up is. <laughs> Men's History Month, August. August just feels manly, right? It's a tough month. You want to, you, you got to think about giving up vacations. The weather's starting to change a little bit, except for in California. It's getting hotter. You got to go back to work, back to school. You, you prepare for that. So it's tough. It's manly. So we're celebrating Men History Month. This is our third year for that. Happy Men History Month. Men. I, uh, some of you know that for 30 years, 30 years ago, I started a nonprofit organization called Bond, the Brotherhood Organization of a New Destiny. And originally, it was just for black men only. For black men only because when I woke up 31 years ago, I realized that at the time I was thinking of black people and that they were suffering not because of this phony idea of racism or slavery or Jim Crow or systemic racism, that the blacks were then suffering and are still suffering due to the destruction of the family, the lack of men in the homes, and um, the lack of more character. And so I was thinking, so I started buying for that reason, to go and wake up black men. So we got it going. I And... Once it got rolling, I found myself on uh, different TV shows, and I had a, I started out with my first radio show on a Christian network in Inglewood, California. I thought, let me go in the hood because the blacks are, you know, they're Christians, and they're going to love to hear the message of forgiveness, returning back to the order of God, and that order is God in Christ, Christ in man, Man over woman and woman over children. 
they're going to, the black Christian is going to love the message. Um, and so I go and start this radio show on this Christian network in Inglewood, California. And I was telling the people, hey, I'm Jesse Peterson. Here is the problem. Black people need to wake up. Stop hating your fellow man. Stop listening to the black race hustlers. At that time, it was really focused on Jesse Jackson, the NAACP, the Congressional Black Caucus, and most of the black preachers were um, leading the people down the wrong path, and they were following it. So I'm like, get rid of your leaders and follow Christ. And lo and behold, all hell broke loose, to my surprise. Because I thought we on a Christian station, black people, you know how black people pretend to be Christians. They got mad. They were threatening. They threatened the owner of the station. Every day, just all kinds of threats. They were threatened to blow up the towel, that, you know, the radio towel thing up on the hill there, wherever it is. So finally, the owner of the station became afraid. He was a white guy. And he had to end my show because he was afraid for his family, his radio station, his family, because blacks are very radical. They're very angry, very radical. And the men are as bad as the women because they have, be, they have not overcome their mothers, right? So they have the mother personality. But we kept going, and then I, uh, for a long time, I was going to the schools around the city and around the country talking to the kids about anger, how to overcome, and amazing meetings with the kids. And I remember going to one of those alternative schools, what they call alternative, meaning that supposedly they take the bad black kids out of the regular schools and put them in a school just for bad kids. And I was going to that kind of school, too, talking to the kids. Amazing meetings. And one day, one of the kids asked me, uh, well, what do you think about homosexuality? Is it normal? Uh, we have homosexuals coming to our school talking to us about homosexuality, making it, trying to make it normal. What do you think about that? I said, it's wrong. And at that time, there was a reporter from the L.A. Times, I believe, with me, following me around because they were doing a story on me. And that day that that kid asked me that, the reporter was with me. And the teacher got mad when I gave the kids the right answers. And they said, you got to go, and I, you cannot come back. And they didn't know that a reporter was with me. And so the L.A. Times wrote a story about that. And I was banned from that school. And one thing just led to another one. I remember I had a radio show down in Orange County, California, another Christian station. And, the, and someone asked me if I thought Jesus was God. They called into the show, and they asked if I thought Jesus was God. And I'm like, no, Jesus was the Son of God. He was not God. And all hell broke loose again. I'm like, what the? And so people start calling, and the, the, the Christians, and these were like white Christians, too down in Orange County, California, and, and some blacks because the station was heard all over California. And uh, they were like, Jesse said, Jesus is not God. 
And so the owner of the station told me, because the show was growing really fast, right? And the owner of the station said, oh, you got to go back on and say Jesus is God. You got to say Jesus is God. And I said, well, I can't say that because it's not true. Jesus is the son of God. He is not God. And they said, well, if you don't go back on and say Jesus is God, we're going to take your show away from you. We have to ban you from the show. I'm like, okay, fine. They're like, we're about to put a lot of money into you. We're about to make your show really work. I'm like, that's fine, but I can't say Jesus is God because he is the son. And it's very important what you believe because we live by faith. And if you believe in the wrong thing, that's what's going to control you. So I was banned from that station because I would not go back and say Jesus was God. All I had to do was say Jesus was God, right? But I couldn't do it because it's not true. And so over the years, one thing has led to another one. It's been an amazing life so far. And so we finally opened it barn up for all people because the principles that we talked about are principles of the heart from God. And so I started getting calls because once they wrote that article in the L.A. Times, I got calls from Phil Donahue's show, Harada's show, and different shows. And so more people started hearing about me, and they wanted to be a part of a bond. And so I opened it up to bond, I mean to all people, all men of all colors. And I remember our first couple meetings where we started getting whites and Hispanics and others coming to the meeting. There were black people in that meeting that did not like that. Why can't black people have something? This is, why are you letting the whites and the Mexicans come? I'm like, hey, <laughs> it's a message of love. It's a message from God. It's a message for all people. You can't control that. And so some of those guys who hated the whites and hated the Hispanics, they stopped coming. That was like years ago. And it was interesting because they were pretending that they were, they were overcoming, but it wasn't true. And so it's just... It's been a lot. I could go on and on and on, but it's just been a lot that has happened over the last 30 years. And I never imagined that one day we would be heard around the world. And that would be men around the world waking up. It just never occurred to me. I remember the men's meeting where there would be one or two men. Sunday meeting where there would be one or two. I never imagined it would be what it is today. And I want you to know that because I want you to know that everything that you are and everything you're looking for is inside of you. And once you wake up, you start to grow like a seed been planted and you grow. And eventually the trees start to bloom and, and, and the limbs are there and you find yourself doing different things with the same message and the same purpose. It's so amazing to live that way. You lose sight, meaning that you stop living by your imagination and you start to live by the spirit of God. So be patient when you wake up because when you wake up, you're home. And when you're home, you have, meaning that the seed been planted, you have to let it grow. You have to bring every thought into captivity. I saw, uh, I was telling Chris this morning, my, uh, my, uh, uh, what, what did he call? Social media. 
social media guy. All right. I'm not a millennial, so I forget. That I saw a message where either a lady or a man, but I think it was a woman, respond to one of the video, and the person said, I like Jesse, but because this person would disagree with me about the thoughts. I like Jesse, but the Bible says bring every thought into captivity, and they gave a scripture. I'm like, well, what are you disagreeing with? That's what I'm saying, too. All thoughts are lies. Doubt every thought, which is of your father, Satan, and you can hear, you can then recognize the voice of God. And God said, my children shall recognize my voice. And men awaken up around the world recognizing the voice of God. It's so amazing. 30 years later, I never imagined it. I never imagined that one, one year, one day we would have White History Month or Men's History Month. And so it just amazing that August is Men History Month. So happy Men History Month. And so men and women, if you have calls about your grandfathers or your fathers or men in history that you respect, I want to hear from you about it this month. And my social media guy and Nick, got men history stories coming up for you. And I have to tell you, Without a doubt, there's some things I'm not sure about. I don't know of anything yet that I'm not sure about, but I'm sure there's something. But the one thing I am sure about, if we don't turn the children back to the fathers and the fathers back to the children, and that means adult men and women, as well as boys and girls, are back to the fathers, back to the men, it's just going to get worse instead of getting better. I was thinking of Maxine Waters, the Wicked Witch of the West, Karen Bass, and all these black women that are running for government, running schools. And I was thinking how radical they are. When you really think about it, they are radical women, and they don't stand for anything good. What does Maxine Waters, the Wicked Witch of the West with the low IQ stand for? Nothing. She was in the streets the other day, somebody getting stopped by a cop. She pulled over like she mama savior. But when you really think about this woman, she's been in office for a long time. She has done nothing good for South Central L.A. and Inglewood, wherever she's over. She, nothing. But she's very radical and nasty and mean. When you think about Karen Bass, uh, it was saying, it's been said that she's on what, the list for Joe Biden running mate. She might be possibly chosen for that list. Now it's coming out that she support uh, Fidel Castro. She thought he was wonderful. We have that coming up for you. She's a radical, bald-headed woman. No hair on her head because she's a radical. And when you think about, and I've debated her, she's a nasty woman. She give a big smile, smiling faces, right? Pretend to be your friend, but she's not a friend. When you think about all the cities where black women are running as mayors, they're running the city. Look how everything, and they're like radical, nasty women. And the cities are out of control. The police chiefs who are women, out of control. The schools. And my point is, it doesn't work for the women because it's not the order of God. And that's just the truth. But when you turn to women in, 
and, and children and men back to the Father, so then life began to work because that's the order of God, and he's not going to change the order. He just, it's, if, you're not, if you don't follow his principles, your life will get worse. The country will get worse. All, look at Black Lives Matter, a far-left liberal radical, worse than KKK, worse than Hitler organization, founded by black radical fat lesbians, and look how radical they are. Things are just horrible. But if men were in control, it wouldn't be this way. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share the Jesse Lee Peterson Radio Show, folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it. <laughs>